Welcome to this special episode of the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John. Robert ain't here, but we have a special guest here. Friend of the show has been on before. And we have a little special announcement to make. Uh, we got Brad Jones from Willow Creek Custom Calls here today talking to us at the Superior Shop. So how's it going, Brad? What's going on? Glad to be here, and uh, thanks for having me. It's a nice little place you got here, John. Yeah, it's not a bad place. You know, the, it's nice enough. The owners of Superior let us do the show here once in a while, and they let me hang all my duck stuff on the wall, and it's a pretty cool little place, and I'm closer down here instead of having to have everybody go to the crack house, you know, up yeah. in Gridley. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we got a special deal going on with Willow Creek. You know, you talked to us about it, and we've been discussing it, and we're, when Robert ain't here, but he's happy as hell to, you know, it's a little, I don't know what you call it, a partnership, whatever it is. Sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you made a real generous offer to our listeners, and why don't you tell us what we're doing? Well, I mean, just uh, part of the reason I want to, uh, you know, join join up with you guys is that, uh, you know, you're NorCal, and I'm a NorCal uh, duck call company, and I wanted to... Uh, to give your listeners an opportunity to get a little discount and yeah so we're going to do uh 20 off for the filthy spoon podcast listeners wow and uh yeah i mean you buy a 150 dollar call you're going to get 30 bucks off that's right out pretty dang good right, man, out, right the off the bat just for listening to a couple of idiots that's yeah. pretty impressive <laughs> yeah. man yeah yeah so the, you know um you go to uh willowcreekcustomcalls.com and uh there's a there's a, a menu to pick out duck calls, goose calls, um, and let's just say you pick out a speckle belly call, and you can pick any of the, you can pick any barrel color you want. You can pick any you know. There's a huge selection of bands and whether you want them engraved or uh, not engraved, yeah, polished, aluminum, brass. I mean, there's there's a huge list of bands, and then you can pick any off color insert or the same insert as the barrel. And um, and at the end, when you check out, you just put in filthy spoon, and it doesn't matter how you put it in with with space or without a space, it'll it'll work. So um, you just go to Willow Creek Custom Calls, pick out your call, punch in filthy spoon at the end, and it'll knock uh, thirty bucks off, twenty nine ninety nine. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. That's awful generous, Indiana. You guys better take advantage of it. As you, you know, your listeners know, we got some spec calls from them, and they're badass. I, uh, I want to get one of your mallard calls too. Yeah, I was on. I got your site pulled up right now, and I was looking, and some of them are pretty cool looking. Yeah. So, so the mallard calls are, you know, mallard hunting is my, my, my passion. That's what kind of got me into making calls from from the get go. So. Um, you know, I I love to hunt mallards and, and and try to deceive them into the decoys and get them get them as close as possible uh, inside of the uh, the famous California shot. Uh, yeah, which, which you're probably used to. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, so uh, you know, I make uh, I make basically th- uh, four variations of the mallard call. There's the uh, there's the Marsh series. There's the one and two, which really the only difference is the shape of the barrel. You get a little, little deeper tone with the Marsh Series one than you do the two. Um, the Marsh Series two is a little more popular than the one. And then <clears throat> I have a kind of a big bore uh, single reed that's um, that's called the Ultimate. And if you like it loud and proud, that's that's the one. Ah. Um, 
and then uh, I also have the uh, I have the Weston series, which is was dedicated after uh, a friend of mine his his grandson passed away from SIDS uh, at three months old. Wow. So we we dedicated the name of that call, the Weston series, to his grandson, and that uh, that call uh, is a hybrid between uh, an ultimate and a Mars series. So it's kind of a medium bore call, and then um, and then probably the the biggest up and coming call is our west coast cut down which yeah. is you know i consider it kind of a, a hybrid between uh you know a traditional cut down and a traditional j-frame single read really um yeah it'll it'll bark it'll still it, it, you know if you got the lung power you can you can get it to to get up that that high note yeah but um it's really intended to just be kind of a barky yeah uh, easier running call than a traditional cut down which which not too many guys run out here on the on the west coast no i got one they take a lot of air they do they do i like it i don't i don't pack it on my lantern very much but i mean that kurt mccullough guy is pretty cool so i bought one yeah. you know but yeah uh, yeah yeah well, those, those southern boys with all them cigarettes they smoke they sure can pack <laughs> down it's amazing how much they can put you <laughs> i never think about that yeah they can put some air in there man well, we got all the pot smokers out here yeah so. <laughs> exactly but uh that and then you got your your brant call too yeah. yeah so uh kind of a cool story about the brant call is um i went down to mexico with the this was several years ago i went down with uh, ramsey russell get ducks.com yeah. Did his uh, did his Brant trip down there uh, in Obregon, Mexico, and uh, while we were down there, <clears throat> there was uh, I think I had a honker call with me, and we were trying to figure out how to call Brant with a honker call, and we we kind of would somewhat get a noise that that made the the Brants kind of turn and come our way. So, you know, I spent the next uh, basically year trying to develop a Brant call, and um, came up with it one afternoon in my shop with the with uh this kid that was visiting and and uh i ran with it and it's been it's been phenomenal we went down to mexico the the, the following year with that brand call and it was it was just stupid really oh really? i mean <laughs> it's it's uh yeah the, i haven't had one single person call me up and say hey i can't get the brand to turn with this thing it's really you know it's usually uh it's usually hey man this thing's awesome we're we're killing brand with your call and Love those stories. I love the feedback <clears throat> from our customers, and um, it, it's just awesome to hear that that guys are killing Brant with, with the Brant call. And then I developed an East Coast Brant call called the Atlantic Brant. Yeah. And that um, that if you listen to the two different Brant geese on 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 video, the Pacific Brant has a little bit of a higher pitch than the Atlantic Brant, so it was pretty easy to just kind of tune it down on the Atlantic brand and, um, it, you know, and label it as an Atlantic brand call. And, and the guys, uh, the guys on the East coast, they love it. They've been gulping it up. Oh, for that's good. A couple of years. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, uh, it's nice to be able to, to represent both the Pacific and the Atlantic brand side on, on that call, but it, it's a unique call. It's, uh, there's, there's nobody that comes close to it. If you're a brand hunter and you don't have one, I mean, it's, it's a must and yeah. uh, they they do work really good I, i've never heard any negative feedback well, that's pretty good and how long they've been on a couple of years now yeah they've been on um probably probably a good four years now oh yeah wow, that's pretty good with no yeah 
Yeah, it used to be my number one selling call until, you know, my new approved uh, Cali spec call came out and that's really taken off is yeah. is is the, the, the mothership call of the of the lineup and um, the uniqueness about the Cali spec is that basically anybody can run it. Yeah. It's a super easy call to run and uh, if they can't, uh, I can teach them over the phone and Really? Over five, the phone, huh? Five minutes. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. And I've, I've had quite a few customers that have called me up and says, look, I can't, I can't even blow a spec call. I can't blow your call. I can't blow any spec call. And within five minutes, I, I can get it down. Got them being able to, you know, do a couple notes and be able to. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really an easy, easy call to run um, for the beginner. And then for the expert caller, it does hit all the, all the high squealy crazy notes that that the expert guys yeah, are yeah. running but um you know obviously there's there's some flagship uh you know there's riceland custom calls and there's um redbone and they're obviously the two flagship spec calls on the market that yeah that you know have been out there for a long time redbone so, recently sold didn't it i'm not sure I i'm not they, sure i heard they sold um but i so, think everything's still fine but i for somebody else in the industry bottom but i heard they sold yeah out. my spec call was developed in the sack valley hunting over natural marsh um just trying to get the speckle belly to to commit over water is a little different than the rice fields yeah yeah and so i you know the the reason i i kind of discovered the way I, the way i did with the spec call over over water is uh my brother had this this funky honker call that he would i don't know he kind of made it sound like a spec and for whatever reason the specs would just lock up and and it would drive me crazy i was like how do you get the specs to to drop in with this weird sounding you know uh, modified honker call and, and so when i came out with a spec call it's just a little bit a little bit deeper sounding than than the squealy you know the rice the open the open rice field um dry land type call that yeah that guys use out there god is that Laverne? What? Is she farted? Oh, she might have. It wasn't you, was it? That wasn't me. Holy cow, it's making my eyes water. Oh, man, I might have to kick her out of here. <laughs> what did you Laverne? feed her for lunch? <laughs> oh, these guys, they give her all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> whew. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, so. So that's, that's kind of how the Speckle Belly call was born, and uh, we've had great success over, over the marsh and water with it. And, um, yeah. Yeah, it's starting to make its way east, and, and guys in the kind of the Midwest are starting to put orders in. And yeah, are you noticing a pickup now? We're getting into September. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting a little yeah, busier with that. Call sales traditionally pick up in September, and then you know, of course, ninety-nine percent of everybody waits till duck season or the week before opener to put your orders in. And yeah, and then they call you. I need it right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yesterday. Yeah, right? exactly. So. I am a I am a one man show. Uh, I operate out of my garage at home. Yeah. I have a, a pretty cool shop. Um, someday, I'll do like maybe an Instagram uh, kind of video tour of the shop. But uh, this this last May, I purchased uh, a CNC lathe uh, that pretty much does production runs of my parts. I'm trying to get away from you know, having to farm it out to yeah. other guys. And, um, so you're getting to the point where you can pretty much do everything in-house almost? Yeah, almost, almost. I'm, yeah. I'm going to purchase a uh, milling machine next next year and 
and that way uh, I can do 100% of everything, and then uh, which will even help me develop more products down. Yeah, the line. you can even play around with it when yeah. you're the one making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of tough when uh, when you got to farm things out, and the the guy that you're working with has got you know 10 other customers that they're making parts for at the same time. Exactly, and everybody wants their stuff right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then you know, I still make. I still make calls by hand once in a while, a uh, special request, but, um, you know, they're so time consuming. And yeah. now that I have a, a real full-time job, it's, uh, you know, it's a nights and weekends type hobby business that I'm doing. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> I've, uh, you know, I started, I started 12 years ago, um, you know, when I had my own construction company and, uh, it was nights and weekends then, but, uh, it's it's really nights and weekends now. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's, a lot of late nights coming. It's man. a it's, labor of love, let me tell yeah. you. But uh, you're saying you've been out and about a little bit lately on some uh, yeah. bigger stuff. You've seen some birds. We're getting yeah. in that time. A little bit cold in the morning yeah. lately. We're getting that time. Doves over. Yeah, yeah. I've been waking up in the morning and uh, a little bit of dew on the windshield and. Uh, kind of walking around and, and breathing that that cold crisp uh, morning air it, it, it's nice yeah we're yeah. getting there so yeah i've been uh been up and down the state a little bit this last week week and a half and looking around at different ranches and guys that have a little bit of water already and uh look, look looking pretty good is it looking pretty good Go ahead. Go yesterday ahead. i i was uh i was in the, in the middle part of the state and there was a pretty good chunk of mallards. Really? So, uh, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's that nice was, to hear. That was exciting. So, uh, I know I was with uh, with the birdiologist uh, who's on Instagram. He, oh yeah, yeah. He, he bans birds for CWA, and I was uh, running around with him, yet, with him yesterday, and um, we were talking about the migration, and uh, it's late. You know, the the specs yeah. aren't really here yet, and he was saying the the the, the banding team that's that does the banning for the tule geese every year they're they're ready to go and the they're, they're looking at the tule geese right now they're still in alaska really so <laughs> yeah. but they could be here in two oh, days yeah, that's just how it is yeah. yeah i know there's been a couple geese robert texted me today said he heard geese over his house last night first time mm -hmm. and i know i've seen a couple guys post up north there's but nothing in big numbers but they're starting to so let's yeah. hope here yeah they have backpacks on some of these tule geese up in yeah, yeah that's how they know yeah so last year he was telling me last year there was a, a tule goose that that swam straight across the pacific ocean and actually <laughs> stopped in the middle of pacific ocean and, and swam around overnight in the ocean really and, and just got took up, like a break <laughs> took a break got up and and flew the rest of the way wow yeah it's pretty cool now it's uh, yeah i've heard stories that where they come come down the coast and then even said literally come under the golden gate bridge up through the delta that way I yeah they you know one of them i think i read it in a cwa magazine or something yeah and that's pretty cool you know yeah i was uh i was camping up up by uh what is that uh point reyes up there yeah. on the north coast i was camping up there a couple of years ago and i i could hear the specs coming up uh over the ocean yeah that's coming pretty in. cool yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah. Just follow the delta on up, you yep. know, all the yep. way up to rice country. That's yeah, and cool. I'll see them. Uh, I'll see them fly up the bay. Yeah. Uh, when they first get here, especially the uh, the cacklers. Or oh yeah. Yeah, the Aleutians and yeah. cacklers. Yeah. 
they'll fly they'll fly straight up the bay That's for whatever cool. reason but uh yeah i've seen them uh i used to live in alameda and there's a high school right on the edge of the uh, of the bay uh next to the old naval alameda air station and uh, there was one time when uh uh there was a, I don't know, probably three, four hundred um, cacklers or, or Lucians. They were trying to land on the high school football field with the rest of the honkers, the the, the, the neighborhood honkers yeah. that eat the grass out yeah. there. So it was it was kind of cool to watch them circle and circle and circle, and and they just they didn't have the guts to <laughs> to do it. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's pretty exciting. Um, this this year is going to be a little different for me. I'm gonna. I'm going to hunt a little bit more in California this year. I've been kind of traveling the last few years and hunting all over the place. So um, looking forward to shooting mixed bag ducks again and yeah, maybe exactly. a couple pintails. Yeah, for sure, you know. Hopefully yeah. uh, we can shoot some more. Last year was a little short for us on pintails compared to a regular year. but uh, Yeah, and it's no secret either that um, there's a new pintail model coming out. Uh, it should be out next year. And... Uh, you, you know, there's there's a strong possibility that, that we're going to be able to shoot three pintails after next season. I know. So. They've been talking that way, yeah, and yeah. that seems like and would be, what, two drakes and one hen or something like that? Or uh, I don't know the exact details, details, but, uh, yeah, it could also be none. So Yeah, from three <laughs> to none, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one wouldn't look quite as bad as it's been the last few years if there's only uh, – None, but yeah, yeah I got. I guess last year it got a little close to that. We were really close. Yeah, well, the Fish and Wildlife, uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife, is uh, kind of redoing their their model program with the pintails on the West Coast and and actually throughout North America. So, yeah, because don't isn't it set for? Uh, is it just by the flyway? Because the whole everywhere is one right now in the country, right? Right. Yeah, it's all federal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I I get it. I mean, it's a big debate, but they say it's like seven to one. Drake's first hen, and they just beat the hell out of the hens on the, yeah. on the breeding grounds. And, you know, if you took a couple more of the drakes out, it probably, you know, if anything, it might help the population. So Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. So I'm not a scientist, but uh, I read books. So What's your favorite duck to eat? Uh, teal. Yeah. Teal's my favorite. Yeah. I like sprig and uh, goose, of course. I like speckle belly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, teal by far is my favorite. I do like to eat teal. That's the one I can either, you know, I get them whole and throw them on the grill, or if they're breasted, literally you can throw it in a pan with olive oil, and they're good yeah. for me. Yeah. Got to do a little bit of doctrine on some of the others, or depending on where the mallards are hanging out, those things can be a <laughs> little spoony-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, especially if they came out of the old sewer pond down exactly, the street. Exactly, <laughs> yep, exactly, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I like to do the, I like to do the, the, the teal kind of spatchcock. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite way to do them, yeah. And then, um, you know, pintail and mallards, if they're in good shape, I like to, to pick them whole. And then kind of you kind of just fillet the whole, the breast, the skin, the leg, the whole nine yards. Yeah. And uh, and do it that way. That way you can get a good marinade on them. And yeah, I, I, I like it like that, too. Cook, yeah. them, cook them hot and fast and real, real medium, more rare than medium. Yeah, exactly. They're they're unbeatable. No, they're great. It's me and my little boy Hank. He loves the hell out of them. He yeah. don't, he don't he ain't into hunting them. Unfortunately, maybe it'll change. He's only twelve, but um, I sure hope he one day wants to hunt them. But he loves eating them. So I didn't know you had a little boy. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. Yep, little Hank. He's twelve. He's my little video game nerd. He ain't, 
he thinks his dad's kind of an idiot. But <laughs> well, but, uh, <clears throat> while I'm at it, I talked to my daughter yesterday. She was able to call me again. Oh, good. Yep, she passed her last major uh, PT test. So literally, it's downhill. She's got ten day, about nine days now till graduation, and then off to A school. So, are you? Do you have to go to her graduation? Yeah, yeah. And Me and little Hank are flying out the twenty eighth of this month, going to Chicago. Nice. So nice. Well, now that should be cool. Just be careful. Make sure you get the right uh, Uber and go the right. Yeah, now yeah, I'm a little <laughs> nervous about that. Yeah, and I hear that nowhere's safe now. It ain't just a bad part of town. <laughs> there, they're running, doing the smash and grabs right on Michigan Avenue. Yeah. Yeah, we might stick. It's a little north of Chicago. We might not venture too far into yeah. the city, but well, it's just like here, you know, coming coming anywhere anymore. You know, I brought my computer bag inside your office because you never know. You never know. Yeah, you, you know? know. I don't blame you. As much as uh, you'd be stupid to break into a car in this parking lot, but <laughs> yeah, but there's people. I mean, over the weekends we've had stuff around here stolen, catalytic converters, cut off cars, and yeah. you know, luckily we've never had anything major. But at our old shop in Newcastle. Somebody stole a whole RV, drove it through the gate, hot-wired it, drove it through the gate. They found it down in Rio Linda somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah, and I can't be too careful. Whether you're in Chicago, California, it don't really much matter anymore. But Yeah, yeah. So, so what, are your, uh, what are your plans to getting ready for, for duck season? Well, you we're Ro- getting, yeah. You and Robert got decoys painted and rigged up. And oh, yeah. Well, we bought a whole bunch of duck days okay. for the club. We bought a whole, he bought quite a few specs, and I, I seen he posted the other day, he rigged a bunch of them up. Um, I'm pretty much good decoy-wise, um, because we're going two weeks, well, not a little more than that, three weeks to the Northeast opener. That's the 6th of okay. October. And uh, I was up there last week and kind of just scouting around, seeing what it was like, and there's quite a few birds up there. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, I think there's you know with the increase of water throughout the state, I think there's a pretty good distribution of birds you know already, but it's gonna get it's gonna get a lot better. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting ready for that. Uh, we're uh, gonna well this Saturday actually we have our <coughs> excuse me our duck club meeting discuss just you know normal stuff and uh, it won't be long. We'll be brushing up blind. Yeah. Just waiting on to get that rice out of the field. Yeah, is there a, a beer drinking criteria in that meeting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, about me. I'm the only one. I'm kind of the black sheep of the club. I'm the only pretty much blue collar guy in our club. So, yeah, I'm. I and I've gotten a little bit of trouble at these meetings in the past. So I'm going to keep it pretty cool this year. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we we debate certain things. But I mean, it is what it is. It's all a bunch of good guys. But uh. We got a few new guys this year, I think. We lost a few. Overall, we lost numbers. We have more seats than members, which is always cool. Yeah. So, uh, we got yeah, a really it's kind of crazy that, you know, I've kind of been paying attention to the prices of a duck blind seat, and it's it's really getting out of hand. It's getting really, I mean, yeah, for, you know, yeah. I mean, but I just went and, and put $5.79 gallon gas in my rig, too, so everything's getting Everything's out of control, you know, and, and if you won't pay it, somebody else will, you know what I, I mean? Yes, I you guess. Know, we've talked about it a little bit before. We do it a little untraditional way, the way we do it, and it works well because it's a small group of people, and the guys that run it, you can trust. Right. So, it, and we got... For the money, we have really good properties for the money. You know, we pay basically what one guy might pay f- for a seat. We got five different blinds to hunt. So 
we got a really good deal going on, and we got a really good core group of guys now. And um, yeah, there, I don't think there's anybody. Me and Robert, there ain't anybody I don't like in the club anymore. Nice. You got rid of them all, huh? Yeah, a lot of people left, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm nice as hell to everybody I've come across, but um, no, it's, I'm looking forward to this year. And, um, like I say, we got a whole bunch of new decoys for a couple of the blinds, and we kind of redid them. We did the one blind Mason and me take care of, and Robert just bought a whole bunch more. So one guy got out that kind of had some crappy decoys in one of the blind, and we're putting all new stuff on that. We're going to see how that works out. And that's one of our early goose hunting blinds. You know, it does really well with yeah. the specs early. So we're looking forward to it. Well, let me tell you, like, in, in all the years I've been waterfowling, the one thing that I've, I've really learned that makes all the difference in the world is your hide. You know, the guys, uh, the guys, the, the pros that do it day in and day out and do an excellent job and their hides are, are top notch. Like you can't see you, nothing. You can't yes. see your face. You can't see, you know, you can never put too much cover. And if you, if you put too much cover and you say, well, I can't see anything, then, then the birds can't see you either. Yeah. So. No, I agree with you. I, I don't know if you heard on the past episode, I built that roll top. Yeah. And in a, on a rice field like us, I've never seen anybody have one on a four-man little pit like that, you know. Yeah, I might show you before you leave. It's out here behind the shop, but uh, I could have got that for you. Yeah, but, I'd like uh, to take a look at that. Yeah, so we, we built it out here, and I just it's on wheels, and I just kind of copied what i seen on a bigger blind and put it in a little four-man tank. Yep, there you go. <laughs> I know I show up. <laughs> I show up here at uh, empty-handed, empty-handed, no, no beer, no yeah. beer, and uh, uh, there's a nice uh, Yeti cooler full of Farmer's Light here, and I should have known. Yep. Oh yeah, that's how we work around <laughs> here. Yep. So, yep. so any future guests of the show, you can always count on John to <laughs> to bring at least a 36 pack of Farmer's Light. I, yep. I, I I don't travel light. I always got I got another 42 pack. Yeah, <laughs> well, and I still got the big cool in the back of the truck too. Yeah, That's just the in the refrigerator in the, in the office, <laughs> <laughs> the break room. Yep, can't have too much, like tobacco and shotgun shells. So, but yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. That farmers, it is. It is. I mean, I'm glad I came to be that I drank it now, and now I've gotten to. I'm not saying bros, but pretty good buddies with a couple of the reps. The one guy went hunting with us, and oh, Marty, I yeah. talked to him. He's a uh, He's probably going to come up and do a duck hunt with us or something. Nice. You don't miss that uh, blue can, huh? I really don't. You know, I, I don't. I don't. I'm the price point I miss a little bit once in a while. Yeah. I can tell you that. I just don't look. I just pay. But well, uh, It's just like gas, right? We just you got to have it. You know, it's a necessity <laughs> of life. So, yeah. Well, even this, dude. I just told the freaking lady at the gas station that I think I bought a five-can roll of tobacco and uh, two 12-packs of farmers when it comes to, you know, I know seventy something dollars. I'm like my grandfather would be rolling over in my his grave if he seen me. Yeah, apparently you can buy that stuff online for a lot cheaper. I really? Know. I don't. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm gonna have to look into it because they got it up there at the Hard Rock, but it's more expensive. Yeah, and you can buy the flavored stuff too that they outlawed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, McGrath has me stop in there and get that stuff for him there. I used to chew that too, that wintergreen, but yeah. it's it's too damn expensive. Yeah, I got to put my money in my beer, you know. Yeah. I can put about anything in my mouth here with this crap. Look, I even got a generic can over here. It don't much matter to me anymore. But, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, I, there never is a isn't a duck season I'm ex not excited for. But with the amount of water, I'm wondering how much it's going to spread them out and all that. But it's good for the ducks. So hey, you know. Yeah, and maybe uh, 
maybe that you know that first week or two will, will last a little longer you know without the birds getting spooked out yeah and getting all the way blown out you know yeah yeah getting into their uh their their nocturnal habit yeah exactly <laughs> exactly it always happens kind of that switch happens in uh, mid-november exactly you know when they turn over but um I put in for all the opening day CWA. We didn't get none, Robert Army. We're unfortunate. Yeah, you know a lot. Of, I think a lot of people have been putting in for it and uh, been seeing on the internet a lot of, a lot of broken hearts. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know there's 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 only so much. I mean, it's just cool they do it. You know? Yeah. I mean, we'll yeah. get we'll, it'll we'll, it'll hit one of these days. I I did opening day and then I did sometimes around Thanksgiving too. We usually have water by all our blinds by then, but. I think I did some around then, and then some around Christmas too. So maybe I'll get hit on one. Yeah. But yeah, and there should be new properties in the pipeline in the next few years coming on. Oh, that's cool. You know, they get the properties tend to get donated. Yeah. From passing members, and uh, there's a there's there's quite a quite an elderly uh, membership of CWA, and uh, you yeah, know, you know, you hate to hate to see them go, but but we're we're glad to see the. Uh, the properties come to fruition yeah it's nice they're generous enough and they care enough about yeah. the resource to yeah. do something like that you know yeah the other cool thing uh i don't know if people have seen it or aware uh out there on 680 when you drive between cordelia and and the benicia bridge um you know there's all those duck clubs out there it's like the Tule bell and the sassoon marsh yeah. area out yeah. there well uh you know for years you see that place called the garibaldi uh ranch and um there's actually, uh, you know, a long history of the Garibaldi family in California of waterfowling, but but that ranch was um, was acquired, and they're building uh, the city of Fairfield and the Pacific Flyway Center. They're building. Um, it, it, it's going to be. It's called the Pacific Flyway Center. It's going to be kind of the Monterey Bay Aquarium of waterfowl. Oh wow! Uh, it, you know, in California, it's. Uh, if you've driven by lately, you'll see there's tons of heavy equipment out there. Really? They're redoing the marsh. They're, they got orange fencing everywhere to protect, you know, whatever native plants are out yeah. there and animals. And um, No, this was, uh, this was a dream of uh, Ken Hoffman, yeah. who used to own the A's, a yep, yep. uh, big, huge contributor of CWA and, and, and Ducks Unlimited and other waterfowl organizations. And so he... Uh, he had this vision of you know of having this the Pacific Flyway Center and uh, there's a gentleman named Claude Grillo that's kind of taken over kind of he's he's the flagship guy that's leading the charge on that and um, yeah they they broke ground they had a big ceremony and they're building this uh, this facility that's going to be incredible absolutely incredible they'll have field trips out there and education oh, days wow and, that's awesome um, there's going to be it, it, it you know, and they, and they have 280,000 vehicles that pass by that location yeah. every day. Yeah. So the the audience, and there's a, there's something like 10 million people within 100 miles <laughs> of the place. So that's going to op open it up a lot for people that don't know anything about yeah. waterfowling. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a great opportunity for for you know waterfowl conservation waterfowl hunters everything to kind of showcase uh what are they going to have like you know like you know walk out on the marsh on planks oh, yeah. and stuff yeah and, oh yeah they're right. going to have a marsh walk out there and, oh yeah That's uh, cool. it's going to be it's going to be incredible you know of course yeah. they're going to have 
taxidermied animals and, and waterfowl and whatnot inside and um it's it's unbelievable and, wow uh, yeah they got a completion date in mind you heard um no i don't i don't know it i'm sure there is a completion date i know it's been you know it's been pushed back this thing's been in the planning for years and years well at least they finally broke ground though yeah so, yeah, yeah yeah and uh you know the city of fairfield they actually they actually extended their city limits so that this would fall within the city oh, limits. Oh, they want, yeah, they want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so, the, you know, when the, in the ribbon-cutting ceremony, the mayor of, of Fairfield was out there, and all the state representatives were out there. And wow, big deal. Yeah, it was a big cool. deal. Yeah. And it's cool to watch. You know, I drive by uh, quite a bit, and, and uh, it's cool to see the progress every day. Yeah. No, and all the heavy neat. equipment out there. Yeah, be, be a good place for one of your trucks to go pull up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, one of our because our trucks are like mobile billboards right, anyway. So right, yeah, that'd be a great right. place to sit there all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right. yeah, so that's exciting. You know, there's lots of lots of exciting fronts on on the on the waterfowl world, and every year it just seems to get better and better. Oh uh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, this little run we've had that we started in April, we've met some of the coolest people. We met you through doing this. It's we've had a blast and. This is going to be the first real duck season of doing our stupid little show, and we're yeah. excited. I mean, we just are. I, I was up uh, northeast California last weekend, and I had some guy in Susanville. Hey, it looks like I can recognize the river you're on. Hey, listen to the show all the time, man. Might run into you at the dinner or something, you know, and it's just, it's just cool, you know, meeting. Yeah. yeah, I think you sent me a picture of the bar you were in up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. looked pretty cool, like old yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, the old Fall River Hotel. Yeah. That's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a if yeah. those walls could talk. Right? Oh, yeah. No, that's a, uh, yeah, they got a lot of cool uh, waterfowl stuff on the walls and old decoys. And it's a, it's a cool old bar. Yeah. Uh, I tried to stay there, but they were booked up. They had some uh, golf, charity golf tournament up there, which was the best thing in the world for me. All these high roller guys are up there. And every one of them was my best friend. I don't think I bought a beer all night. Oh, yeah. Well, that's great. Oh, yeah. I have like 10 new best friends. I don't even know their name, but they <laughs> bought me beers all night. And they're all walking around with a filthy spoon. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I handed out. I handed out. I was out of stickers. and Or I had plenty of stickers. I didn't have any more shirts or hats, but I gave them all a bunch of stickers. We might have got a couple of listeners. I don't, I don't know. But a uh, few of them duck hunted. But uh, now it's a great time, man. We had a blast. And uh, like I say, I don't think I bought a beer all night. And that's my kind of night. Perfect. But uh, they brought in, a, they don't have a jukebox, but somebody brought in a Bluetooth speaker. They let me put the honky-tonk on, and yeah, we were rocking. I even got a video of me dancing up there. It was a blast, uh -oh, man. Oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You hear that, Robert? <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to see that one. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a fun time, man. And a lot of, like I say, everybody was just friendly as all hell. So, uh, like I say, we'll be up there again in, what, three weeks, so. Should be a good time. We're going to have to find somebody else with the boat, all the damn people we got. We don't have enough boats. but uh, Yeah, well, hopefully you don't piss off any <laughs> of the locals up there. Yeah, we're up there long enough. Luckily, we're uh, we're pretty respectful. We're a little rowdy, but we're respectful of the ways that they – there's certain ways they used to do it up there. There's a couple of people that with this drought, now it's pretty much over, but there was a lot of influx of people from the Bay and all over that had never been up there. The last few years and what the the old timers did up there and for years until just recently i'm not going to do it this year they would throw their decoys out the week before 
Nobody messed with them. Okay, that's where, you know, Vern's hunting. That's where Steve's hunting. And that, that's just how everybody did it. And everybody respected that. It's not legally saving you a spot. Everybody knows that, but it's just kind of a gentlemanly thing. Okay, he's gotten there. Well, what, two years ago, McGrath did that? He pulled up to a spot. Some dude threw all his decoys on the bank and sat up there. And he's well within his rights. Yeah, told him to kick rocks, right? Yeah, I mean, and it didn't turn in. I mean, McGrath wasn't very happy about it, but it was kind of a dick move on the guy's part. He's well within his rights, but we don't, like I say, if we talk about this, I don't get really aggressive when I'm out there. I got to save that for bars and at work. Right. But, yeah. uh, yeah, when you don't have a firearm in your possession. Yeah, it just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm out there to relax, not get in it. But, uh, there was a couple, you know, just, it wasn't. So we're fairly new, too. So, I mean, not McGrath. He'd been hunting up there a lot longer than me. But maybe this will be the seventh year of us doing this. So we got to kind of know the locals. We made a kind of, you know, we're cool with them. We invited them to the dinner with us one year. And um, so we and we just follow kind of the rules. Oh, you're hunting over here? Okay, cool. We'll be over here. And it all worked out. And then with that drought, there was a lot of people that were under different rules. You know, the yeah. guys sleeping in their boats for three days at a time and all yeah. that. and. Yeah. So we'll see how it is this year. But uh, there's plenty of room out there. You'll find a place to hunt. Yeah, there's so. something about opening day that make people nuts. Oh, yeah. You should have seen the refuge this year. It was crazy. I, I liked though. Everyone was cool, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know I know when uh, when our family had that, that duck club and, you know, just the preparation of, of and the an- anticipation of opening day, it was, it was almost stressful. Oh, yeah. Just make sure you got everything perfect, the water level's perfect, and, you know, and, and you think back of all the years that you went through this, this ritual, and uh, I'm not sure it made a damn bit of difference. I don't think it does. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it, I swear that's as much as the trigger pull. You know what I mean? Yeah. I swear it is, because say, I'm saying that I'm getting my stuff ready, and I think all these times are out cutting. I'd go out and cut toolies, you know, bundles and bundles of toolies to brush my boat up and stuff the night before, you know, up late. And I don't know. It's fun. It yeah. makes it fun. Yeah. You know, and you're right. I don't think any of that shit makes a bit of difference anyway. If they're flying, they're flying. It's opening day. But yeah, they're usually flying for their lives on opening day. And up there, for whatever reason, they do not act like opening day birds there. Now, they do have the youth hunt the week before, but there's not a lot of hunters up there. They do not, it's not like here. They don't really, it's mostly mallards. They don't care about calling. They don't really decoy. It's very strange for opening. Because you go to a refuge here, private ground, wherever there's a lot of birds. I mean, we, we have water opening day sometimes. But there's usually not a lot of birds in the rice yet, so we don't do very good. But on a refuge opening day, you're doing good. Yeah. Have, what, have you hunted opening day in a refuge before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they're kind of zigzag. They're they're going every direction. Yeah, they don't know what's going on. They're not scared of nothing yet. Yeah, no, it's friggin' lights out. Yeah, but up there, opening day, they're not like that. It's super weird. You yeah. know, I was up there this weekend and I put a couple of videos up. <clears throat> I mean, just jumping hundreds of them out of holes. Think, oh yeah, this is gonna be the spot. Go back there the next morning, nothing. You know, they're flying high. I don't want nothing to do with calling. Don't want nothing to do with decoys. Yeah. Nothing. You know. Yeah. So, I don't know. We always get some, but it's never lights out. It's more just the, the tradition of it all, and we never laugh so and hard. And the party and everything. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the night, night before, before, yeah. Spend a bunch of money at the dinner, and then, oh, God, man, my Yuck sides up hurt. And, yeah. All the laughing and friggin' grab ass we do up there, it's friggin' hilarious, man. Yeah, that sounds so, like a good time. No, it is. It is. Shit, I, I better quit inviting people. 
I ran into a couple guys at the bar I think I invited. There's one guy at Farmers a couple of weeks ago I invited. Shit. And they're all coming too, right? Hey, they might be. <laughs> you told us we're going to be a great duck hunt, you know. You just show up, there's going to be 30 guys in one 14-foot tin boat. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly, yeah. We'll look like a bunch of Cuban refugees going out there, yeah. <laughs> Three-hour <But>. tour. <laughs> I got a little bit of a plan, though. That's why I went up there last week, and I was kind of scouting around. Okay, I can put a couple guys here, a couple guys here. And uh, I, I think I got a plan where we can fit everybody in, so. Should be fun. Perfect. Sounds like a good time. When is the first time you're actually going? You know. Well, uh, traditionally I used I, I traditionally I would go this upcoming weekend. I'd go out of state for a junior hunt with my daughter. But you know she's she just started freshman year in high school and playing varsity volleyball and doing this and that and this club and so um, yeah that's not happening. And then uh, I have to go to a work event on Saturday anyway. So. Um, so kind of missing out on that. <clears throat> That's an out of state, uh, uh, junior slash veteran active military hunt. Oh, so that's cool. There's a few guys from California go out there, but, um, yeah. So, uh, for me, it's going to be, I think just regular opening day. Um, I'm going to go to the Butte sink barbecue, uh, CWA puts on in the Butte sink, uh, <clears throat> at one of the. Uh, duck clubs there and then and then i'll be uh camping out in lambertville and joining my brother for the first time at his new club and oh that's cool yeah get to check check out his uh his new spot and hang out with my brother which we don't get to do too much and no that's cool yeah that's right where you started it all right right? yeah it's funny i'm going right back there (laughs) you know that's cool man yeah and then uh and then and then saturday afternoon uh we're gonna go shoot speckle bellies Oh, cool. So we're looking forward to that. And that'll be opening day. So that'll be, what, the 23rd or something? Yeah. 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 Shoot a few ducks in the morning and then hopefully uh, lay the wood to them with the speckle bellies. Oh, that'll be cool, man. And you're not too far from farmers, man. You might see me down there. Well, (laughs) you never know. I (laughs) might drive down there and join you. (laughs) (laughs) You never know, man. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's cooler than hell. You're going to be able to do that. Yeah, so don't don't wait until opening weekend to place your orders, you guys. Yeah, he ain't going to be out. Yeah. You want you yeah. want your friggin' duck and goose calls. You better get them in now. Yeah, usually, usually the first two, three weeks of duck season, I get behind by a week to two weeks. I would think, yeah. Because you, know. you got a little bit of inventory probably in certain colors. but if a guy I do. But <clears throat> you know, a guy can always call me and say, hey, just send me something. What do you got? And, you know, usually I can crack open the case and I, I got some inventory but you know if you're going to order something custom off the the website uh you know on opening weekend you're you're not going to get it by the following weekend yeah now if you do Generally. it right now you should be fine y- yeah. yeah yeah you're good right now yeah so remember willow creek custom calls what dot com right yep yep and, and then put in your promo don't forget you're 20 percent off yeah and yep. then um and then on shipping you can pick uh you can pick regular old. Uh, it used to be first class. Now it's like ground, ground deluxe or whatever. So ground shipping is the cheapest. And then if you pay for the uh, the priority, it's uh, you know all it does is get there an extra day or something early. So I recommend you pick the cheaper option unless you're in a big hurry. Yeah. And you know there's the occasion the guy is like, hey man, I'm going on this trip. Can you you know do me a favor? And I I try my best to to help out those in need but uh 
you know, just recommend not making a habit of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't hit me up every year, friggin', you yeah. know, Thursday before <laughs> opener. I got to have it tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, and 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 usually I have some calls with me in the in the in the truck and. You know, have a beer and do the old tailgate thing. And yeah, no, that's stand, cool. Stand there and, and run calls. Uh, yeah, I was down in, uh, where was I? I was down in Stockton a couple weeks ago, and this guy asked me, he goes, hey, bring some calls. So we're in this parking lot of this Chinese restaurant in Stockton. It's called Dave Wong's, by the way, if anybody's ever ever been there. It's, yeah. it's phenomenal. It's huh. I swear it's one of the best, best, uh, Chinese food places I've ha- ever had, but we're in the parking lot blowing spec calls and duck calls, and this guy comes out of the restaurant and he goes, "Hey, I'm a duck hunter," <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so he joined in on the whole party, and so everybody coming out of the restaurants, you know, staring at us, wondering <laughs> what the hell we're doing, making That's all these awesome. squealy noises, and you know, sounding like a sounding like a duck. So <laughs> it was fun. Cool. Oh, that's cool. That's that's half the fun of uh, of being a call maker is is you know these tailgate parking lot you know call call blowing sessions yeah. that we have and and you know occasionally a, a beer can comes out or yeah. two. And <laughs> no, that's what it's all, all about. It's man. all good fun. Tell some war stories and whatever. Yeah, you know it's cool to hear. Uh, you know, different people have different. Uh, perspectives or history that they've met other call makers whether it's emory mitchell or joe lairs back in the day or whatever and uh just to kind of hear you know cecil wellborn yeah and and just hear some some history of the of call making in the west because it's not really talked about a whole lot no definitely not on the national stage yeah you look in the books and whatnot yeah so speaking of books there's a new one new one just come out i wish i had a copy with me i had it in my bag this morning but uh yeah, there's a there's a book, and I'm, the guy's gonna kill me if he hears this. Cause I'm gonna chop it up, but it's uh, basically the images of, of the Pacific Flyway, oh. and uh, yeah, his name is Yancey Forsnells. He put together this book, and and it's got all these pictures of basically from the 1800s all the way to I believe it's like 1960. Really, and it's got all these images of California and the Pacific Flyway uh, duck hunting waterfowl pictures. And it's pretty cool, you know. You see, you see back in nineteen nineteen oh six or whatever, and these guys are hanging, you know, one hundred and fifty, two hundred yeah. birds off their off their Model T. Yeah, I know. It's pretty funny how they always put them on their cars back then. Yeah. I love those photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you, you know, I sent a message to this guy I know out of state that that he's famous for hanging all his birds off his vehicle. I said, look, dude, you're not the first one to do this. <laughs> this ain't original. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Go back all, to man. the drawing board. <laughs> so it's pretty cool that, you know, uh, uh, that some of the old timers are uh, putting together some books and talking about the history of the Pacific Flyway and, you know, the Pacific Flyway Center going in. And so we're starting to get a little more nostalgic out here in the, I like the it. West Coast. I love it, man. That's that. You know, yeah. Because uh, we do, we have a rich history, just like the South. Uh, it's just a little different story, and a little different. We're not quite as old, but I mean, we've been doing it a long time out here too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. and we have a huge market hunting tradition. Yeah. You know, uh, history back, back in the market hunting days, and you no, know, it's we are we are a kick-ass flyway. Yes, I, yeah, I mean, realistically, I think right now it's probably one of the best. I mean, I just, 
especially up north, Washington, that's probably where the best waterfowl state to hunt, I would think, right 100%. now. 100%. You know, I mean, we're we're holding our own down here, too, but, I mean, up there, it's just phenomenal, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think whatever species you're after, you can find it in the Pacific Valley. That's the neat thing about hunting out here. If you want to go for brant geese or you want to go for teal, the trifecta. Yeah. Um, even, you know, I mean, I don't know anybody targeting Euro Widgeon, but they're out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, nobody would believe me unless they, they, they've seen the, the mounts in my, in, my, uh, in my house, but I've killed seven Euros over my lifetime. That's pretty cool. And man. I think that's just because where I was hunting, you know, in my childhood and, and, and young adult life, there, there just happened to be kind of that, that flyway where they, they stop over or whatever. Oh, um, well, that's pretty cool. Seven of them. Wow, yeah. that's awesome, man. Yeah. And then the last, you know, since I have, I haven't been hunting there probably in the last 10 years and I haven't even seen one. So, you know, um, but, but they're becoming more and more common. Yeah. That Adam from Pinnell Ridge, and by the way, I'm an asshole for not mentioning him at the beginning of the show. Because oh, that's right. You are now also entered into whoever wins the mounted bird that we announced at Duck Days next nice. year. Nice. And Chief Ass Robert is going to get off his wallet. And become a CWA member, I think, at that, a life member at that. Oh, good. Yeah, I think Chad talked him into it. So Good. Next duck day, it's a big, kind of a big deal. So, yeah, your name is now in the hat for a Pinot Ridge taxidermy bird of your choice. Nice. I prefer a spoonie. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Wow, we're almost, what, into 50 minutes of this? Yeah. Well, easy to go. Talking ducks, <laughs> drinking beer, talking ducks. Pretty easy to do, ain't it? You got me beat on the empty beer cans. Oh, yeah, there, you know though. me, man. I got a rep. It follows me, but... <laughs> that's nice you can sit at your office and, and drink beer and uh, look at your computer screen and mess up all the financials oh yeah yeah, yeah. i should start doing some billing right now huh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i gotta love my boss man they treat me damn good around here they yeah work. this is a this is a nice operation here you know if i had a, if i had equipment and uh I needed a, a reliable drunk to come out and work on my. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not the one working. I know on your hands are nice and clean. Yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, I would have been the drunk out there, but yeah. I didn't get to drink as much beer then. Yeah. I had to get up too damn early, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Now well, we appreciate it, you know, and uh, I appreciate you, you know, coming on board with this partnership, and you know, hopefully we can. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing some of the stories from your your listeners and. Yeah. You know, and and don't hesitate to go to my Instagram, will at Willow Creek Custom Calls, and and post some photos, and you know, do all that, cause uh, or tag me or whatever. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be tagged in all our stuff now, and uh, yeah. Um, now I'll be the first to admit I'm not the best at, at reciprocating, because uh, I haven't still haven't figured out exactly. <laughs> unless like you Robert. unless you send me the. Uh, I don't know. You do it through a messenger or whatever. Yeah, you do that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then I'll then I'll get on it. But uh, I've already had my ass chewed by another buddy of mine <laughs> for not doing it. I'm like, I don't know the Instagram etiquette that you're talking about, buddy. <laughs> Apparently, you're supposed to reciprocate when I don't know somebody tags you or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah or they share or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess there is some etiquette. I. What's funny is I didn't. I only have Instagram because of duck hunting. I never had any of this social. This yeah. wasn't me. I wasn't some little social well, media it, princess. But it's a must must have if you're going to be in the business. You know? And it's the most. And I mean, we're not really in the business, but I mean, we. I just that's how I got connected. Like you know, when I started going out of 
country hunts, you know, at Ramsey in Mexico and stuff. It was through that. And listen to the podcast, and I'll hear them on Instagram, Instagram. Like, I guess they got to get me one of them damn Instagram machines. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, now I'm freaking teenage girl, man, posting, reposting pictures, freaking <laughs> talking to everybody around the world. It's, it's been fun, you know. Well, it keeps you out of trouble. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. As long as I ain't doing it driving down the road. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. So, yeah. So, we're going to. Um, we gonna uh, anything else before duck season that that's gonna happen? Or I, I got to get my boat down here. I'm gonna repack the wheel bearings, that mundane kind of stuff. I uh, so you still do get your hands a little greasy. Well, I'll probably that friggin' raw dog kid you met out yeah. there. I'll probably have him do it. Yeah. I get him to do. It. It's easy to buy off. Yeah. How many teeth <coughs> is he missing? He's got most of them. <laughs> But if you notice the other, he's almost like a human Simpson character. He's pretty yellow. And I think it's, you know, a lot of booze and pills he takes or something. <laughs> but he's pretty good at helping me out work on my cars or my trucks and stuff. So It kind of reminds me of the uh, one of those Simpsons characters. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, yes. <laughs> that's, that's him. We're always tired. We're, I want somebody to write a song about him, the yellow man. Yeah, he's always pretty yellow. You see him in July at 110 Day. He looks like a Simpsons character. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But yeah. So, yeah, I got to do that. Uh, just nothing's wrong. I drug it all the way up there last weekend, but I, I like getting ahead of it so I don't lose a wheel on I-5. Is this the one? Are you going to take this boat up? Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, I got to do that. Uh, I think I got to weld a little thing on it. I broke a, one of the little eyelets off. for the. I put up like a push pole through to use for like an anchor. To What's the name of that creek you hunt? It's called what? No Tell em Creek? Or? Yep, that yeah, one. Yep, yeah, No Tell em. Yeah, yeah. Hunting your mom's backyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fell for that the first time I heard it. That's pretty funny. I'm like, No Tell em. Where, where's No Tell em? <laughs> Oh, McGrath's father in law threatened me. Everybody knows where we're going. That's there from around up there. But he threatened me that, uh, you know, I do not dare. This is his childhood hunting spot. And he better not be talking about it on the podcast. That's so, well, I've. Yeah, well, there's tell a big lot of. No Tell em Creek, and <laughs> everything's good. <laughs> what I got to do, like I say, I think most of my decoys are ready. Most of my gear is ready. I, uh, I'd sure like to get my 20 gauge from Kittles if I ever get cleared for the friggin' background check. That'd sure be nice. So, uh, so it's funny you say that because I, I listened to your podcast where you said something, and then um, uh, I had a. Uh, I bought a 20-gauge. I'm left-handed, so uh, apparently Benelli, I don't know if they just quit making them for a little while, but apparently they quit making the 20-gauge the in the left-handed. Yeah, you, don't, you can't make nothing. So uh, I was able to find one, an M2, and then I sent it to Rob Roberts and had him trick yeah. it out. Do you get it back yet? I got it back, and I took it down. Uh, I use Turner's here in Roseville. Yeah. And they're they're excellent, by the way. Um, and And when you're filling out the form... If you if you screw up one little thing on there, it'll it'll put the delay on it. Yeah. So, you know, you might want to check back that that maybe they sent the form back or whatever that you you screwed up on one of the little trick questions that they oh they put in there. Maybe it's something like that. Yeah. They have a and I haven't heard nothing. I have thirty days and I think Duck Days was the twenty sixth or something of last month. So I got till next a eh, couple of weeks, I guess. And I'll find out. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to deny it. It just. Uh, yeah, mine will be ready in two days on the 21st. That's cool. I didn't even call. I just went up there. It was done Tuesday after Labor Day. I go up there. Lady friggin' I bought a 
case of shells. Oh, yeah. Friggin' bought a gun case. Yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, hold on a minute. Oh, man. But uh, they said they've had a 400% increase in delays yeah. with the DOJ. Well, they changed uh, the format of the questions. So um, without have. without the assistance of a good behind-the-sales-counter rep that kind of just so make sure you look at this carefully yes. and answer yes. this correctly. Yes. yes. You know, without yeah. without and I bought it in the middle of duck days when it's hectic in there. Mm -hmm. So, who knows? I might that might have been what it was. Absolutely. Hopefully I don't got to pay for it and do it again, but I'm ready to get my damn over. Yeah, cuz I think after 30 days they uh after 30 days it either comes back denied or they basically tell them, "Well, we don't know. If you want to give it to them, give it to them." Yeah. That's basically what they do. And Kittle says, our policy, the first one of those, they say, let's run it again. If they get that answer again, they'll give you the gun. Yeah. But I ain't that kind of weird. The government says, well, we don't know if this guy's any good or not. Yeah. But it's up to you, man. You want to give it to him, give it to him. It's like, oh, okay. That's, and I, they don't want that liability. Yeah. So. yeah and that's, that, you know, you brought up a, uh, something that made me, I, I wanted to make sure that your listeners know that. So I don't do retail just because I'm a, I'm a one-man band, basically, and and doing retail would would add a whole nother element but uh after next year when i get the milling machine and and maybe i can during the off season i can produce a little more inventory uh i may explore some retail options uh, oh so i'm looking at a few this you know a few retailers uh, uh love to be you know in some good retailers in california when i'm able to uh you know, keep up with the keep demand. Keep up with the demand. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, but for now, I mean, the way this world works, thing on the internet machine, you just get on there and, yeah. I mean, save your custom I mean, calls and you're going to save yourself a little money probably in the process. Yeah. Six bucks in gas a gallon. I mean, yeah, uh, exactly. You know, so, yeah. But, well, that is cool. Yeah. I mean, it's always something you want to try to grow. Like you say, you're not trying to get rich off this thing. You do no, it it's, you love it, it's you really know? a hobby business, you know, yeah. that, um, it keeps me thinking about duck season year around. 65 days yep. a year. And uh, that's that's what happens when you get the bug and, you know, you start doing podcasts and making calls and oh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, this is our way. I'm a loud mouth. I love talking. I love cracking jokes. So this is my way of keeping <laughs> duck season going year around, you know. And, uh, no, it's cooler than hell. And, I, like I say, I can't appreciate it enough. You, you know, sponsoring a show like this and teaming up and being willing to put your name with us and, you're yeah, brave guy, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as long as you don't go off the handle and get in some bar fight. <laughs> Brad Jones said <laughs> you can fuck off. Yeah, you don't got to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah right, here, here we go, <laughs> yeah. folks. He's four de four beers deep, and the F word comes out. <laughs> but no, it's uh, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, we can help you sell some calls and uh, make some people happy and. I don't know. It's uh, yeah. The other thing is, is uh, which what you get from by one of my calls is you get a you get service and you get a lifetime warranty. So for as long as I'm alive and doing this, your call is warranted 100. percent I mean, I've had guys that have lost parts or you know they you know they they say, hey man, I broke it in the door or whatever. And generally, you know, if it's if it's a sincere legit story, I take care of you know everybody. That's good. But um, you know, I, I tell the 18-year-old uh, kid that wants to be a re repeat offender that, uh, 
he's on thin ice if he calls me twice. So that's fair enough. That's fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Yeah, I could see like I've lost guts to calls before. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, I just started. Um, I just started putting a little dab of, of crazy glue in the guts because I have, I have lost. There's been a handful of guts that have came out or been lost, and the reason for that is you know acrylic will expand and contract with temperature yeah so if you have your call on your truck in the summertime and it's 140 degrees in your truck and then you have it out in the in the duck blind in the winter time it's you know 35 degrees in the morning or whatever there there's a huge temperature difference yeah, throughout time and so shrinking it, and swelling and then all that does is push the guts out yeah and uh, eventually they fall out so yeah. so yeah it's just things you learn over time, and it happens. And, you know, I recommend, you know, most guys hang up their calls inside their closet or whatever. Their That's what I, do. I keep my stuff. Like my waiters, I keep them in yeah. my closet, you know. Yeah. They stay pretty temperature regulated. Yeah. I, I learned from don't keep waiters in sheds a long time ago, you know. No. <laughs> but uh, all my hunting stuff, I just keep it in my bedroom or closet, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. used to have this, uh, we used to have this boot room in, in, in our cabin we moved all the boots inside after but uh, uh everybody would hang up their their boots during the summertime and and so every you know night before opener we'd we'd everybody would grab their boots and basically you know fold them inside out and kill all the black widows yeah. that were hiding in there yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah those were the days you know hip boot rubber hip boots oh, i still wear them man i didn't last year i liked them new high dollar waders but this year i might have to bust them back out yeah with the round of rain we had i did waders all year but i love my hip boots yeah yeah and yeah. there's there's quite a few new waders out there on the market too that are way up there in that price range oh yeah no i'm a schmuck i got suckered in on some real high dollar yeah. ones and but i i was really happy with them yeah yeah i tried on the uh the new Kuyu waders. Yeah, what do you think of? <clears throat> I liked them. Uh, there's a lot of good things about them. Uh, you know, I, uh, I've had the Sitka waders since they came out with a zipper. Yeah. And uh, you know, the with the the size. You know, you and I are. Yeah. We're not skinny guys. Exactly. And, and uh, the less work we have to do to get old Hank out. Yep. <laughs> take care of business. Yeah, the better. <laughs> I wasn't reference. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know sorry what you're about talking that. about. Oh, sorry. I but, know what uh, you're talking about. Anyway, so uh, the, the Kuyu waders, what I liked about them was uh, they have like a, a, a shank in the uh, underneath your sole of your foot. And so when you walk in them, they're, you, you kind of just, you just kind of really comfortable rolls. That's but, good. Uh, no, I mean, uh, I just bought my second pair of Sika waders. Oh, really? Yeah. So that way when the, when the, when the first pair gets a leak in them, oh, you're not I have, out of luck. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a silly reason, but also I, I hunt in two different areas, so keep one pair of one one area and one pair in, here in California. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I <clears throat> I uh, you know my personal preference are 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 the Sitka waders. They're expensive, but uh, I've had very little problems, and when I did have a problem with it. It was taken care of right away. Yeah, that's good to hear. You know, and, and um, so Kuyu is made by, I think they're under the Sims Fishing. Yeah, and uh, they have a they have a good good warranty program too. But <clears throat> so, yeah, there's lots of good options out there. There's and there even, wasn't not long ago. No, before Sitka come along, there wasn't. A lot and of there's options. and there's a couple other guys that have gotten into the waiter market too. Yeah, like I got the Shin Gears. Those are the yep. Southern guy ones. <clears throat> 
Yep. Um, I like them. Like I say, I was happy with them. I like the boots. I like the. They're good. Uh, they supposedly have the same warranty. We'll see. But uh, I haven't had any issues with them. Yeah. Yeah. So me and Robert were gonna kind of because he got sick of the same year as I got mine, and we're just gonna kind of side by side test them. But we don't beat the hell out of them. We're sitting in friggin' you know rice blinds. We're not out there. Yeah. Tromping around the refuge or in and out of boats and stuff. Not too much. A little bit. We're gonna do a little bit. We're getting adventures. We're gonna go hit the grasslands this year. We decided. Nice. And actually, one of our listeners, Cameron, we'll give him a shout out. He, we've talked before, we want to go hunt the Delta. Him and I have never hunted the Delta. And he, he hunts down there all the time. So he'll take us down there. Yeah, so. Delta is an interesting place. There's, yeah. uh, there's a lot of tweakers down yeah. there. It's, yeah. it's kind of like a tweaker flotilla going on down <laughs> it's there. It's the Wild West. It's you got to be, yeah. I would not leave anything valuable in your, <laughs> in your truck anywhere yeah. in the Delta. Uh, you got to be careful of the guys that, that have been hunting. You know, the they have they they literally have their own blinds yeah. on public ground out there. And if you're sitting in their blind on Saturday it's, morning, it's gonna be hell. Yeah. It's gonna be rough. Yeah, yeah, and there ain't no help. You know, no, no, yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, there, there ain't no game wardens or yeah. any sheriffs anywhere. You know, you'd have to bring on the tweaker flotilla yeah. to protect <laughs> you. Luckily, these guys they seem to be you know. Yeah, they know the drill down there, so we'll see. Who knows? Maybe we'll get killed. Who knows? But yeah. I, I would definitely got to do it in my lifetime. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know it can be really good down there. Well, there's, yeah. I mean, there's thousands of miles of waterway down yeah. there, and uh, you know, you got to know what you're doing. You got to know where you're going. That's why I've never took my boat down. I'm like, I'm not doing this on my own. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not for everyone. And yeah. You know, the guys that hunt it, they're in the know. They know where to go. They know when to go. They, yep. You know, yep. and and then you got to compete with those guys. Yep, exactly. Well, and they're I, pros. Well, these guys we're talking to, and I seem, looking at his Instagram, he seems to kill some birds. So well, let me tell you from a little little uh, old-time experience, uh, waterfowl experience, uh, when you go hunting with somebody you've never been with, don't expect much. Oh, yeah. Because it could be a huge disappointment. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it could also be, you know, the time of your life. You, you never know. But I don't know. You got to just think back to when you were a teenager and you met that girl and she was either the time of your life or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I said, I just like going to get experience. We get birds. We get birds. If we don't, we don't. Yeah. We meet cool people. And I've hunted with all kinds of random people I don't hardly even know. Some, like I say, sometimes it's been great. Other times it's been, ah, shit, today wasn't the day. But. Yeah, you know, and the scenery, new scenery is always cool. Yeah, exactly. You know, because I love our our rice blinds. It's our blue collar way of hunting, but it's nice to get a little bit of scenery other than just the same rice field every day. So yeah, yeah. I'm also uh, kind of curious how the, uh, y you know, not too many people have been talking about it, but down in uh, the southern San Joaquin Valley, they have the what's called the Tulare Basin. Yeah, and that's flooded. That's there's a huge lake down but there. Yeah, right yeah. Now. They said it's the first time it's been back for ever, what, 100 years or something? Thing? Or yeah, I think it was around <laughs> in the, a little bit in the 90s yeah. and then, you know, 82, 83 storms. We're, we're old enough to remember those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the 86 floods were There's gnarly. a ton of water down there. And, you know, once the ducks get here and they get shot at and whatever, they're going to find this, uh, you know, 52-mile uh, lake refuge down there. And I wonder... I wonder how that's going to have an effect. It's all farmland, right? Yeah. 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 I know. I wonder how that's going to change it. It's going to have to screw somebody. Oh up. yeah. There's some, there's some, <laughs> there's some walnut trees down there. Some timber hunting opportunities. 
Yeah, somebody, uh, who, whoever owns that land might be releasing it out right now. You right? know, you never know. Right. And, I mean, it's a significant one. It's going to stay all, I mean, it's obviously, it's, it's September. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. I heard about it, but I, I didn't realize that it was still there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, there's uh, there's several Instagram sites that you can actually see, like, drone footage of it, right? Like, you know, they oh, it's, post. It's a lake. That's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, and then trying to figure out, you know, how to get there and whatever. Yeah. If you haven't been down there. Yeah. You can get lost on those roads down there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit different down there. I've hunted down there a handful of times. It had, like, most, I don't know if quite that far. Gustine. Mm-hmm. I've hunted that. There's area. a cool bar in Gustine. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. What I've is it, there. the Gustine Club? Yeah, and there's another one in Wesley. We should do a podcast of all the cool bars in California. Well, that would be an awesome <laughs> topic. Yeah, I've seen a whole lot of them. I think there. there's one down in Colinga, too, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I love, I, I mean, it don't matter where I go, I'm going to find me a bar. I might have to do one more. I, I would. I mean, why not? You got this 42 pack here. I mean, yeah, well. shit, damn, they ain't gonna drink themselves. Um, yeah, you, you know, you, you ought to encourage listeners to come on because, uh, guys, uh, John provides free beer <laughs> and uh, good conversation <laughs> and yep. uh, more free beer. Yep, that's it. I'm drinking, you're drinking. But, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, our, if you ever end up going hunting with us, it, It'll probably suck because you jinxed yourself just now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I do want to take you on an early season spec on at our place. There's a great bar in Marysville called Stassi's. You'd have to see that place. Been there since like the 1860s or something. Yeah. It was an old Yeah, I know there's stuff. one in the Delta too. And <clears throat> I Shame on me. I should know the name of it. I wish I could remember the one in Wesley. There's a little town <coughs> called Wesley and there's a bar there. And it was a hella cool guy. There's this little Greek guy. And my buddy knew him, and he brought him in some teal, and he's just happier than hell. He brought him, you know, birds. Yeah. And cool place, man. I love them little run-down bars. I can find friends everywhere I go like that. Oh, every t- every, <laughs> every town's got one. Yep, yep. Yeah. I don't know if you heard, I, you might have heard on the podcast, they cleaned up my damn trailer park bar in Gridley. Really? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's fancy as hell now, man. They put paint on the walls. There's paint on the walls. They used to have that, like, 70s fake wood paneling, you know, mm-hmm. that we've seen in all the shitty houses when mm-hmm. we were kids. No, they redid the walls. There's lights all over. They got, well, they got farmers now, though. I don't think they did before. But, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty nice for a trailer park yeah. bar. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how. I, and they painted it outside, like, outside. It don't look like an abandoned building anymore or anything. So that used to be a huge spot for duck hunters. All the duck hunters went there. Talking to the old this bartender. Is right there in downtown Gridley. It's right, right behind Safeway. Yeah. You know where Safeway is in Gridley? Yeah. Yeah. It's right behind okay. Safeway. All right. And it was a big stopover for duck hunters. And then the hunting ain't been what it used to be. And it just, then COVID really kind of did him in. And, you know, they were kind of floating yeah. there for a minute. And uh, they got new owners. And he put some money into place. And I'm hoping, I'm going to plug everybody to go there. Yeah. And the KC bar in Gridley because they clean ducks there. Yeah. 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 yeah been yeah. there. I remember the old uh, Butte City Bar. Yeah, back when I was a when I was a young kid, my dad would, "You wait here in the car, yeah. son. <laughs> I'll be back and I'll be back in two hours." <laughs> Freezing, you're sitting there. <laughs> there were no Game Boys. Yeah, there was there then. was no cell phones and no games or anything. You just sat there. And, That's the way it was. <laughs> you know, took a nap or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was it. And then play and with then, the dog. And then he, you know, and then he'd get a heat on, and then he'd end up at the. Duck Club Bar in Princeton, 
you know, and that, I don't know how many times that place burned down. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it before we talked about, it. yeah, good thing Farmers wasn't around then. But Yeah, and then they had, what, the, the blue gum way back yeah, in the day yep. up there? I heard about it, toys. but that was, yeah, yeah. was for my time, but yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's bars like that all up and down the state that oh, yeah. that have come and gone and been long forgotten about. Yeah, you know, that our our fathers and grandfathers oh, yeah. frequented. Oh yeah, well, like a pheasant club and big. I don't know if you ever been to that one. No, yeah, that's a pretty cool bar. No. Yep. No, but I, I find them everywhere, man. Um, yeah, I think there's uh there's even one maybe in Arbuckle. <laughs> yeah, there probably is. There probably is. Yeah. I like that place in Calusa I went to at Duck Days. The Sportsman. Yeah, they call it something else now. Somebody bought it, and it's kind of... They got the sign up, thank God. They didn't take that historical sign down, but they call it something out. Jameson on 5th or something like that. Okay. And uh, I I went in there, and I, I, I just got a hotel room in Calusa because I was like, I'm not driving out of this thing. Right. And I, I was by myself because Robert, he went home, you know. And I was went in there blaring rap music. I'm like, I'll have a beer. I'm sitting there like, God, you know, I'm all excited. I'm thinking, ah, it's duck days, this old bar. I'm mm-hmm. going to hear me some friggin' honky-tonk and talk to some duck hunters. Go in there, hear that, and I was just about to leave. Just about to leave. And I had my Filthy Spoon shirt on. And the cupped-up custom guys. I don't know if you know them at oh, all. Yeah. They build them calls. They, they built the duck straps. Yeah, I mean, they're not the calls, the straps. Yeah. They were in there. Yeah. And they reckoned, hey, Felty Spoon. And I started, I hung out with them guys all friggin' night, dude. We had a blast, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. And then they took over the jukebox from the. What's his name? Steve? Yeah, I think his name's Steve. Yeah, he's a good dude. Then there's a. God, I can't we remember. were in there uh, last year, and there was a fight broke out in that place. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me that? I think just, luckily we didn't have anything like that. It just year. cleared everybody out of there. It was like, whoa, time to go. Oh, it was great. There's one guy. He we were playing friggin' honky tonk, and he, you know, he didn't look like a guy I thought would know it. And he was playing all the good old shit, and yeah, we had a great time, man. Yeah, yeah, shit. I I think I put a bunch of pictures on Instagram. It was funnier than hell, but yeah, about ruined my night. I mean, god dang it, man. I I sometimes I walk around, especially a town like Calusa, I pretend I'm in a time machine and think it's the 1950s walking around a town like that. Yeah. You get thrown back into reality when all this boom 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 boom. Yeah, but do uh, they think do they think you're like a homeless guy walking around? <laughs> I've been accused of that a time or two. Yeah, yeah, wandering through the back alleys. Somebody tried to hand you a dollar bill. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're <laughs> rough. I can see you're down on your luck. Yeah, sir. here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, sweet. That goes towards a farmer's account. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, between wandering around Calusa and Gridley, friggin', you know, the back alleyways and shit. Yeah, I probably do look a little bit like a bum. Yeah, now I got this beard. It makes it even worse. Yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed there was something different about oh, yeah. you. Is that what it is? Yeah, I just do it during duck season. You grew your cheeks out, right? You had yeah. a goatee? I just, I just had a mustache. You had a mustache. Yeah. I just, uh, right. I, every year for duck season, I, like I say, concealment. Yeah. I'm not gonna paint my face. Yeah. I don't yeah. like math. So. Yeah. yeah, you got rid of the 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 molester. Yeah. The molester yeah, my, yeah, my pedophile mustache. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I noticed there was something more grisly about well, you. That's what it is. I thought you gained weight or something. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like it with this, but I gotta go get it trimmed up Friday night. I'll do that. Yeah, but I just uh, all I notice is more more gray. You know, every day I look in the mirror, I'm like, man, I'm getting old. Oh yeah, I know. I I don't, I don't feel old, but. 
I don't feel I act like I'm still a kid, but yeah, no, it's going to catch up with me one of these days. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you know, a lot of these old older guys are my mentors my whole life. You know, watching them get old and it's hard. And they just man, when they go down, they go down quick. It's hard. So, my good buddy Bert, you know, I talked about him a little bit. He grew up hunting and grimes and everything, and he's getting up there and he's slowing down and. It's just kind of hard to see. Yeah, I, I worked with him. It's how I knew yeah. him. And the best thing you can do is just be there for those guys. Because oh, yeah. you hope when you're that age, someone's there for you. Exactly. And now we're closer now than we've ever been. I go see him every couple of weeks. And, yeah, it's you're right. You know, it's And it's going to happen to all, all of us if we're lucky. Yeah, 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 we're lucky. Yeah. You never know when your ticket's up. You never know, man. Never know. So, but on a, on a finer note, I, I wish you uh, a, a great duck opener and actually a preseason duck opener up there. Yeah, it's almost like cheating, you know, because we start two weeks before. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a busy couple of weeks between heading to Chicago and then the very next weekend's that. And, uh, they got junior weekend up there this weekend, right? It might be this weekend. I think, cause I think, you're right, I think you might be right because I'm pretty sure it's either two weeks or a week before. Okay. I was up there one junior weekend, and I seen two boats. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta kind of know what you're doing, and I mean, you're taking a little kid out there. You don't want to. Yeah, that's one thing. It's a you know the first. I've, I mean, I've done it enough now, but yeah, the hunting out of a boat in the dark, and I know that area now. But the first couple of years, and mind you, we're at the dinner till they throw us out, yeah. and then we go to to the bar till it closes, and then we head to the boats at you know three thirty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you're going down the river with one yeah. eye open. Yeah, well, luckily I got a slow boat, but I mean, yeah, there's been times that we've got lost in the fog, and those guys have all the lights on their boat. I don't think it helps, man. Especially when you got that fog, it just blinds oh, yeah. the hell out of you, man. Yeah, yeah the and, fog is tough. The steam coming off. Oh, that's the worst, man. Yeah. And uh, we've gotten lost because it's, you know, it's. I know it's basically I got. It pretty much down, and there's some landmarkers I can kind of see, and if I got a flash of light, because I like running in the dark better than lights, because I can see better. I don't use a headlight or nothing. Yeah, I, it's not yeah as long as there's a little atmospheric light. If we got some moon, or we got you know, yeah, a little bit, I can kind of see landmarkers and stuff. But there's like T posts of certain areas you're not supposed to be in, and like one time we got way over further than we were <laughs> supposed to, and it's like holy shit, we're way off, <laughs> you know. But uh, it's always fun. Yeah, cold. my worst my worst boating accident was a buddy of mine took me out. We, we were out of state. And we were uh, we hit this river in this bl- absolute blizzard snowstorm, and uh, this was about ten years ago. And he had he had two labs in the boat. It was me and and uh, we couldn't you couldn't see two feet in front of you. And so he's like, "Oh, I'll just hug the bank, and we'll you know we'll see what happens." And you know, thinking back. Yeah, that's not really the smartest thing to do when there's, you know, there's the random dock, you know, you, yeah. you, you go, you know, the farm, the one farmer that has a dock or whatever. And so we're, we're cruising along and he's, he's got this mud boat and, you know, we're putting along at, you know, I don't know, probably 15 miles an hour. And all of a sudden I go brace for impact <laughs> and we hit this dock and it, both of his labs went flying ass over tea kettle oh man oh yeah and all of our gear and everything was up in the bow of the boat and luckily like nothing happened his dogs were fine didn't tear up the boat didn't Didn't tear up the dock dock, nothing it was just a a big kaboom you know and yeah and so kind of kind of learned my lesson 
you know, if it, if it ain't, there ain't no duck worth your life. No, no. That boat hunt, it's sketchy, yeah. you know, especially in deep water, yeah. you know. It's, uh, yeah, it's sketchy as hell. Yeah, we laugh about it all the time now, but, you know, it, one of us could have got hurt or the dog or whatever. And, you know, it's just when you're, when you're young and young and dumb and you, yeah, you don't realize you just, the dangers. You just it. send yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when you send it, you got to think of the consequences. Exactly. The older you get, the more you think about yeah. it. I, I used to never think about nothing, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, luckily up there, we kind of putt. I'm, I'm not ballsy enough to go wide open. I just kind of putt around and, um, well, that's your phone. Oh, um, is my phone ringing? I just felt it. Vibrate. That's my wife going, oh. where, where, where are you? the hell are you? Yeah, and you're ways out. Yeah. <laughs> are you bringing dinner home? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a late dinner tonight. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's exciting. Here we're here, man. We're in friggin' middle of September. You yeah. Know, it's, we're getting there. I'm. Yeah, just remember to brush your blinds and, you know, and be, go out there and have a good time. Yep. yep. Be safe. Yeah, like I say, before you split, I'll have you take a peek at my roll top. That yeah, thing looks that awesome, out. man. Check that out. Um, a lot of guys don't like it, but, well. Yeah. Well, I guess that's all we got to say. Uh, let's not forget Adam from Penno Ridge Taxidermy, who Brad has now entered in the contest. And then, of course, our newest and best sponsor, Willow Creek Custom Calls. Don't forget to enter uh, Filthy Spoon for your 20% off. And uh, we'll talk again before season's up for sure. Well, I'd like to get yeah, Robert look, around. We're, looking we're, forward to it. Yeah, we'll end up running into you crossing paths for sure and uh, get Robert Yeah, we got to do like a kind of a duck report update. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, see how you're going, how we're doing. Like I say, I, I really wanted to get you up there in our, our, you know, when the specs are in at our place. So appreciate that. Yeah, no, it'll be cool. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Robert will be on uh, this weekend. We're going to do another one, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks a lot.